This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services.
and a pleasant good afternoon to everyone. Welcome to our special podcast, where this is the day before the election, where you uh, decide tomorrow who you will vote for at the polls. And so we are here at Harbor Souls Conquering Church here in North Birmingham. The address is 2507 24th Avenue North, where the pastor is Kathy Stringer Jenkins. Uh, she has been a pastor at the Square Church for about two years, and we are so excited for her to allow us to use her facility to broadcast live here. And so here we have one of our we have one of our partners here, uh, Patricia Bell from Pat Bell Innovations. And take it away. Hi everybody, I know you didn't know we were having a reception. This is Election Eve, and uh, I know you enjoyed that wonderful music where we are celebrating an election because you know voting is so important and voters are the most important people in our society. As you saw on the commercial that you've been hearing all day, we know that voters are the most important because if you don't have people who vote, you can't have a civilized society. And today we talk with some of the judges who are going to be on the ballot tomorrow. And if you haven't picked up your ballot, you need to find one before you go tomorrow so you can make an intelligent decision about who will lead our government because whoever represents your government is representative of you. And if your government is not operating properly, then it means that you are representing you with less than the best of government's leadership. So I, we were expecting some of these judges to get the link. The link is on the flyer that you will see. And you come in and tell the people oh, why uh, they should vote for you. Why should you be the judge? I was hoping that Judge Christie would call in. I understand he's running for District 24, is that correct? Uh, uh, Chris Christie. I wanted him and Ms. Powell to explain to you why a judge is so important. They're both Christian people. We want the voters to know that judges weren't created by the government. Judges were created by God. When he created the earth, he created, uh, he set up judges to create a civilization, not only to show us how to live on earth, to, to, to live on earth, but to show us how to live on earth, how to be civilized. So it was the creation of God. Judges in the book of Judges proves that. So we're so happy that Pastor Happy, longtime schoolmate, friend, and uh, just a neighbor, godly woman said, said, Sister Pat, my church is for the community. And I will open to do what God has called her to do for an FBI worker uh, and pay center. <laughs> and she has been committed like a blood sister to me. So now we are sisters in the gospel in Christ. And she has taken on this mission to do what she says God called her to do. She said she didn't want to pass to this church, but she felt that God needed her. And there are a lot of ministries around here. They all need it. And thank God she opened up today because we are opening up, we're having this election eve reception. We're excited about uh, being a vote because we know how important it is to be a vote. That's really more important than being a judge. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> so, uh, why, why is it so important uh, for people to go to the polls tomorrow? Well, when you vote tomorrow, you're making a decision. Who is going to govern Alabama? Who is going to represent us at the national level? And then it means the whole world depends on America, we are still considered the leading nation in the world. So therefore we have to get the best representative. When you vote, you're voting for the right kind of school. You're voting for the right type of law enforcement. If you don't have law enforcement, you are setting up nothing but Hootlandville. If you think you have Hootlandville with, I'm talking about gangsters, killers, and, and murderers and robbers without, with the police, what do you think we would have if we did not have law enforcement, judges, and a system that God created to run a civilized society? So that's why it's so important to vote. And when you don't vote, you are taking away your womanhood. You are putting down your dereliction of duty. The children can't do it. So we, it, is a, it is upon us as adults that we must do it. And we're doing it for the sake of our streets, for the sake of our uh, uh, sewers not flooding, and for the sake of everything that happens 
and, and making sure that the lines are open and um and that we are uh, a functioning at a civilized society. That's what we're that's why we are voting to make everything uh to run smoother, to have better neighborhoods, better streets, better electricity, everything operating in uh in a dignified, civilized manner. Now we we know there are a lot of candidates at Kelly Ingle Card right now, but once you're done, stop on by Denise's Harbor Conquering Church, 2507, 24th Avenue. We are broadcasting live and we're letting people know, hey, you need to get out to vote tomorrow. I know it's calling for rain all week. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. Don't let the rain stop you from going to the pub. Don't let the rain stop you from going to the pub. It's very important that we elect the people that we feel that's going to best represent us. This is the primary election. And so where are you getting your information? So one of the things that we got here is a voter's election guide for Jefferson County or nonstop shop for all of the people who are running for office in Jefferson County. And this was put together by our great friends at Greater Birmingham Ministry. So they are responsible for putting this guy together. And there will be people going uh, from polls to polls offering these election guides. So if you still don't know who to vote for, there'll be lots of people out there providing information from you from all different sources. This is one of the uh, pieces of information that will be distributed on the election guide uh, that will be presented. And just to give you an idea, some of the people that are running. So we have U.S. Senate candidates, we have U.S. House of Representatives, and we have great gubernatorial candidates. There are a lot of women that are running this year. That's a uh, historic for the state of Alabama. And on the Democratic side, we have not one, not two, but three African-American women that are running. This is the first time in Alabama history that an African-American woman is running to a governor, and we have three of them. Among them are Yolanda Flowers, Malika Sanders Fortier, and Tricia Salter Jenkinson. Those are the three African American women that are running to a governor, and that is a historic moment. We also have a pair of women that are running on the Republican side. We have the incumbent Kay Ivey, and we have the challenger Lindy Blanchard. So Based on this guy, there are five women that are running for governor. Three of them are African-American. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so indeed, that is uh, historic. So we have, we have Attorney General, we have Secretary of State, and some of these do not have Democratic challengers. Some of these do not have Democratic challengers. Uh, some of them uh, do not have Democratic primaries, and they automatically go to the general election. And so they're not going to be presented in this guy. But we also have a whole lot of members of the Alabama State Legislature from the State Senate to the State House of Representatives. Again, there are lots of uh, women, African-American women that are running in the primary, and that is historic for the state of Alabama. And why, why is that so important, uh, Pat, in that you are an African-American woman? Yes, I am an African-American woman. I became the first woman, black or white, to run for mayor of the city of Birmingham. And actually, when I did it, I didn't think about the fact that I was the first. I, matter of fact, I didn't know until Channel 6 told, interviewed me and told me, uh, Ms. Bell, you just made history in the, in the city of Birmingham. And then, of course, I was happy to know that I made history because like, like Pastor uh, Kathy said, I was just doing what I felt led of God to do. It had nothing to do with my gender. But once I, I realized um, the importance of being a female, at that time, uh, we had our first African-American uh, mayor of Arlington. And, uh, and they were saying that I shouldn't do it. He had a PhD. I said, but 70% of the families here are left by women, and they are left like me. I think that's one of the uh, gubernatorial candidates coming in. 
And so this is why it's so important. Uh, 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 when you have 70% of homes headed by, headed by women, 70% of the homes that are headed by women, what better way to represent the government than with a woman? <laughs> if, if the women are 70% leading the homes, why shouldn't the women be in leadership in government? I think that, that's fair. Don't you think so, uh, uh, Mr. Williams? Don't you think it's fair? If women are running 70% of our homes, surely they can run the government. <laughs> well, it, it's perfectly clear that, uh, that women are underrepresented in government. There's... Uh, the percentage of women who are in political positions is much lower than men. And so to see that amount of women that are running for state, county, and local offices, it is absolutely wonderful. Now, um, Secretary of State John Maris uh, predicted it's going to be 25, 35% turnout at the election. So what would you like to say about that? I think we're becoming a more educated uh, electorate. We're becoming much more knowledgeable, and, and especially the millennials, the younger voters, they don't want to vote ignorant. They want to know why are, are you, am I voting for you? What do you want to do? What have you done for me? Hey, they are serious. They are so serious. And uh, so, so 25% means it's, we are picking up speed. They are going to the polls to, um, to make sure, to make sure that, um, that, uh, uh, that we are not making a mistake in our, because like I said earlier, whoever is representing us, uh, uh, it says something about us if they are not conducting government justly with equality, then it is not the leadership. It is those of us who put them there who are guilty. And so, yes, I'm glad it's, it's going to be uh, a, a better turnout he's predicting. And he's not even running again, is he? No, he's, he not, does, he's, he's not, not running again. The Secretary of State uh, position will be an open seat. Uh, but there are no Democrats that are running the Secretary of State. So the primary consists of all Republicans. But we do have one gubernatorial candidate that has joined us today. Okay, Ms. Patricia Salter Jameson, one of six uh, Democratic candidates that are running for governor for the state of Alabama, and one of three African American women that are running. And so, as she comes up to us today, I have one of her have one of her cars, if you can see it, and she's coming here right now. Miss Jameson, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. So, we'll just let you have the spotlight and tell everybody who you are and why you're running. I'm Patricia Salter Jameson a Democratic candidate for governor, and I am running to unite Alabama and to help make Alabama better. Uh, why should people uh, vote for you? So what makes you stand out from all the other candidates? My platform is, number one, what I believe that this is the reason why people should vote for me is because, number one, I want to implement liberal wages for all of Alabama. I would like to make Alabama whole. I would also like to improve our education and not just improve it, but that would have equality as well as equity in education statewide. So that our children would not have to be bused across our towns or bused to other areas in order to receive a quality education. We should provide that in our neighborhoods. Also, I would like to improve the salaries, increase the salaries for our educators and the support staff. I would like to also implement the education lottery to do so. I would like to expand Medicaid. I would like to uh, implement prison reform, decriminalize marijuana, uh, and also when we, when we decriminalize marijuana, we decrease the prison population, and that brings in the prison reform. And when we talk about reform, I also want to focus on the mental health of the inmates because that's an area where they have been overlooked. So I would like to implement into our prison system, our Department of Justice, uh, evidence-based uh, mental health facilities or centers in each 
facility in our state. I would also like to see the healthcare improved in our prisons and completely eliminate the privatization, the privatization of our prison system. So we can get rid of the big businesses. And also I would like to look at the prison sentences and some of the, our sentence, uh, sentences that they receive have been unjust. So what I would like to do is go revisit, have some of those inmates retried. Those cases need to be retried. The ones that have been incarcerated for marijuana, just because they had personal marijuana uses. You all know that they have been uh, incarcerated on trumped up charges. So what I would like to see happen is for those young men and young women to, thank you, those young men and young women, those cases to be expunged, them being then they are discharged or released rather. And when they are released, they are given back their rights as citizens. They're given back the right to vote, that they no longer have to be looked at as felons because we have erased the records. We also would like to implement in our prison system, we want to implement vocational and, and trades, that type of training. So when they are discharged, they will have the capability of making livable wages, middle-class income. And then you all, they would not have that revolving door. We will close it. I had an opportunity of talking with a young lady just today, just today, uh, down in Baldwin County. And she was telling me about her nephew that went to prison and he made some bad choices with some marijuana and some other drugs, but he was trained in welding. But now he has a, a state charge and federal charge. So when he had to leave the, the state institution to go to the federal institution, the federal prison taught him welding. Now the young man is at home. He has not gone back to prison. He is a productive citizen. They have a middle-class living. Why? Because it worked. The system worked. So I want to take that same system that's working in the federal to work in the state. And that's what we are missing. We're missing that. And we want to treat them like they are first-class citizens and not less than humans, less than animals. And that's what we've been seeing. And I also would like to de decrease or minimize the disparities in healthcare you all. What we have is, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll notice that in certain areas, the accessibility of healthcare is not available. We cannot even provide good healthcare for our citizens in rural areas because some of them have to drive 50, 60 miles to get healthcare. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So if we would be able to expand the role of the nurse practitioner to utilize either he or her in the rural areas, we will be able to provide for those people quality health care. And they would have that accessibility, but also like to implement mental health care centers in every state. And when we implement them, I would like for us to see uh, no charge for our citizens who do not have insurance to not to be denied the accessibility to mental health care because we have a mental health pandemic right now. And a lot of our inmates are in prison because of an underlying mental problem. That same lady that I spoke with today, she was telling me about another nephew that had bipolar disorder and he needed to be treated. And because he was not treated for the bipolar, he committed crimes and he was then <laughs> incarcerated and not treated. So we need to treat the mental health disorder. And that's why I believe that I excuse me, am a good candidate for the job. Because you all, when I sit at the table, I represent you and you and you, you. But when I have a seat at the table, you will have a seat and you will have a voice. 
because my motto is Alabama United, because we can do better if we are united. Oh, that was uh, very impressive. So can you tell about <coughs> Patricia Salter Jameson? Person, who is Patricia Salter Jameson? Thank you. I am a fan of Patricia Salter Jameson. I am a mother, I'm a grandmother, and I'm a great-grandmother of one. I am a nurse. I'm also, <coughs> excuse me, I am also a certified cancer registrar. I am a certified clinical health coach. I have a BS degree in biopsychology health and development. I'm also an ordained minister of the gospel. And I have been in healthcare. And I say I have been a public servant all of my adult life. I'm not a professional politician, but I am a servant of the people. And that's who I am. And that's what you'll get in me if you elect me as your next governor, a servant. Because I believe that if you are the leader, you should be a servant. That's the greatest leader is the greatest servant. So that's why I'm a servant. So I want you to look at me and say, well, you know, she's a servant leader. That's the seat that I have and the fence that I have, a servant leader. That's who I am. Uh, we now open up the floor to uh, any questions that you may have for <coughs> Trisha or Jameson at this time, or if you'd like to make a comment, uh, that was the time to do so. Yes, ma'am. to see is, it's a part of like reparation, right? Where we would implement the mental health facilities in communities of color to address those issues because in our neighborhoods or our communities, we've had such a stigma. You know, it's looked upon or frowned upon to say you have a mental disorder or you have some a mental health challenge. Those need to be addressed. We need to address that. I am all in support of the government doing that, of the state funding that. And that's why I mentioned earlier that we would have it access, the accessibility to those facilities would not be based upon your ability to pay. Because whether you have the money to pay, you have those issues there. Say, for example, if I commit a crime, but what's driving the crime rate is my mental disorder, then the state has no problem incarcerating.
you're on mute. I can't hear you. You're on mute. I still can't hear you. I can't hear you at all. Can, can you hear me? Hey, Pat, you hear me? Yes. Um, I don't hear you. I don't hear you. I do hear you. Okay. Uh, we are having a little, uh, we have a little technical difficulties with the with the microphone here, but you can't hear me. You go over the telephone. Okay. Right. So, uh, we are, we do apologize for, we do apologize for, uh, My name is Chris Christie, and I am the original Chris Christie, born, born three years before the guy in New Jersey who tried to take my name. Um, I am running, um, frankly, as a way to serve, and um, I had some people ask me to run. After, after, being, after having been asked to run, two people I lied on most were my wife and my preacher, my minister, and my wife said that this was something she thought God had been preparing me to do um, for the last three decades. And my minister also was very encouraged. You know, like a lot of things, there's more than one reason I decided to do it. I thought also that I would um, enjoy the different type of work that I would be doing compared to practicing law, which I've been doing for 34 years. Um, and so it was something that I thought that uh, I should do, and I thought I would enjoy doing. Yeah, it's so, I mean, um, I'm not sure about uh, uh, why they I'm have like sure place numbers for, for a particular office. I can't explain it, but the, but the explanation is dull. Um, what happened is that they, um, over the years, um, would add new places in Jefferson County, new judicial places. Every time they would add a new place, it would get the next number. And so you have both the Birmingham Division and the Bessemer Cutoff Division in the Jefferson County Circuit Court. And the, the place number doesn't tell you whether it's in the Bessemer Cutoff. It doesn't tell you whether it's a civil position or a criminal position or a domestic relations slash family division. All it tells you is, is that it was the next. Phone got cut off, and I see that my mic is working now. So good, but the phone's not working. Also, because we're getting some feedback. Let's try and get him back on the phone.
All right. Would you rather me be on the phone? Yes, you can. You can. Uh, so, um, if you haven't mentioned it already, uh, would you like to tell the voters on the 24th? I know.
the problems just like any other institution may arise. And anytime you get the people involved, you're going to have problems. Um, but you don't have problems. You have checks and balances, and you don't have um, people who can get the power easily and manipulate things to their advantage um, totally. Then, uh, you know, kind of the form of government we have, democracy is the best one that um, has, has come up with man has been able to, to use so far. Again, you know, God is too government to um, help it. Thank you so much. I, that was just, it helps to clear my mind. I just needed to have that explanation. And I think I
We thank you for your valuable information that you have presented uh, to us. Christopher, Christy, ladies and gentlemen. And so, uh, here, uh, join us by Zoom. We are so grateful here. And uh, at this time, we will uh, have one of our host sponsors to come up and say a few words. Okay. So, let's just turn this over. See, here we go. This is Stephanie Muhammad, and I'll tell everybody who you are. Yes, my name is Stephanie Muhammad, and I'm the owner of Mecca Occupied Spa in Chelsea, Alabama, and I'm kind of like, I'm going to be serious. 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 I'm going to be and be paid and actually rejuvenate your whole body, make you feel like a new woman and man. So I invite you to come on and massage. And if you mention that you heard about me here on this webinar on this podcast, I give you five dollars off of five dollars of value massage off of my So um, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm always glad that you support this pad and the key. Uh, I'm working in the community trying to get the best owners from you uh, to learn about for, so you can make a, a, a educated decision and not just go pose when I know who the people are. I'm impressed with Miss Jennifer here and the soft Jennifer here. Oh gosh, uh, she's the woman after my own heart. So I think. Right. Mm -hmm. I started that was, uh, that July, that was August, that was August 2019 when I got my machine. 
right? I didn't know that was coming. That was coming. That we, um, that we all were going to be, um, you know, have to wear masks because we're talking about diseases like that. Well, I had just thought in me. We wipe down out there, everybody. We already had you know, wiping down out there, everybody. Okay, so God knew. I didn't know who God knew, but that's who gave me to the business. And I kept praying, and He gave me confirmation on it. So they were obedient, like I tried to be. Yes, I'm blessed. And also, you are blessed people too, because like you said, and also, uh, Miss, Miss, uh, 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 Jensen was saying, I hope people have so much mental illness, this machine forces you to stop and relax. And I need to work on your mind. You relax, you can pray, you can think, you can uh, inhale, exhale, and we can't. We have to get Elder Rod Jenkins to say a few words. So come on over here and sit in the hot seat. <laughs> you know, say a few words to uh, everyone here who is uh, watching on Facebook. We just thank you for allowing us to use your facility uh, to do this podcast. I know we had some technical difficulties, uh, but uh, I'm the type of person that you know, I'm not going to give up. You know, I'm going to make it right no matter how difficult it may be uh, because this is what people need. Uh, people need to, you know, we want to do our best to provide information about the candidates, and we want to encourage you that are watching out there, and those who are not watching, who will probably be watching the archive. It's so important that you go to the polls and vote. They say it's going to rain tomorrow, but don't let the rain stop. Exercise your God given right and go to the polls and vote. So, Elder Jean, would you like to uh, say a few words? I just want to say this is very educational to say. Uh, I was a little tired, just with a whole lot from this today. I, I thank God for leading me to go and allow God to take this field. So, asking me about something, what you've done here. And you knew, and everybody's just been a disciplined email. And um, not realizing it was your first time, but it was a stranger, you know, preacher. So I got to tell you about this is just service. And all your ways that came up with you, and I'll direct your path. And uh, for me, and it's kind of all that I mentioned that. I didn't want to do this, you know, ran from it. And I was sitting there, the Holy Spirit brought it to my mind. I told you about the political board. And I'm like, oh, this is a spell. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's amazing. I had an uh, uncle, I think he was probably the first black mayor of church, uh, uh, Stringer, was the first black mayor of Hawksville City, Alabama. And uh, my family, you know, being noblest and able, and so, you know, so like, we were able to pull money together for him to go out there. And uh, people said, he's a preacher, and he should be out there. And I'm telling you, the, uh, the scripture talks all so much about. When the, uh, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Why? Not because you're so holy in the half, but because you fear God and you don't know what to do. The Father will instruct you what to do. And in their scripture, that's talking, you know, I'm a little bit different about, uh, I'm so glad that there are women candidates. I, I wasn't aware of things that you had here earlier. Yeah, we have, a lot of, um, we have a lot of um, women candidates, right? Uh, they are running in three African American women who are running for the governor. Yes, yes. And I celebrate that. You know, because this is the thing, if the government, the scripture talks about government being set up on your shoulders, God is putting people. I mean, if you, if you yes. can't a man, we have, it's nothing, and I don't want to be good about brothers, because I tell in this church, I most of the guys are off the street that they come. You God just told me, he said, you just open the doors and let me do it. He said, don't look for members. I'm trying to get members so you can count out like Moses did. Moses got in trouble about numbering the people, because the people can buff you up. So many people, and actually, I probably had more people coming in here because of the pandemic, because churches are closed. But I'm saying this to, to you, that, uh, to us, that God is he's doing a new, it's a new thing. It's not new to him, yes. but it's a new thing. And God would refuse our God, let's say my God, our God refuses for his plan to fall to the ground. So, yes, I do believe it's the perfect will of God. That the 
men of God, but the male gender be doing what they need to do. And I know we say this and that is happening to do, but God set us free. God opened the door. He so we love our first love, and that's something everything everybody I've heard, even the uh, uh, the, the uh, judge, everybody was. I mean, I'm excited. It makes it hard for the children because listen, there are people. If you get a doctor in person in that in these offices, then I believe that they do wrong. I believe the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit on the inside will clean them. And I think they're changing it. And y'all get what your opinion is. I don't care who it was. We got to forgive. You know, we got to forgive and we, and we have to go on. You know, so I believe the plan of God is, is being done. I believe God is using people to stretch us strategically in this hour. I see people that come through here. Yes, I don't say people, uh, street people. I say people on the street. Because most of them got some way to go. And I've been to some of them's homes. Some of them have had this summer conversation was speaking about. Uh, when somebody was speaking about uh, many of them that come through here. I went to one guy's house. He just has, when he does his uh, offering that he's been put in church, he has an address. And one day, he, he asked me could I take him home. He lived in one of those beautiful houses on Bush Hill. But what happened was, one of the children got involved with the drugs and with the gang, and all of them got involved with the gang. And so they shut up their house, and all of them were just about, you know, they're fearful to live in their own house. So they're on the streets, you know, because then you have you have so many different things going up, you, you know, greed, whether it's all these office or whoever it is, I turn down anybody. We have to watch the spirit of greed, not just greed, just be greedy for money. It's the manipulation, the things we do, and, and the straight out things that are wrong. That's wrong to kill the other family members. Somebody got to kill your family members. So, I mean, if we keep doing this, is, I think this is one of the problems that's, that's happening in our race and as a whole. So, I'm just grateful to hear this is stirring up. It's a part of it, is a part of what I'm doing, you know, here. And so, I didn't realize that I was going to be housing people that were concerned in that area. And so, uh, I just thank God that I believe that uh, the candidates that are here, especially those that sacrifices came by, I, I mean, this, this is a, a big step for us as people. And then I thank God for God's spirit. And just welcome all of you to come. Uh, you know, uh, Ms. said, you know, it may be somebody coming to church. Well, they did, they did, and I just decided to come to agreement because I'm in this community. And even though all these other houses are gone, but there's a lot of people in this community, even by your cars being out there tonight, you know, uh, see, it's, it's a lot of people and they're looking. We, we almost like, we're not, it's almost like we've lost home. So when you hear people, once you get these positions, and I know it is, it will not be easy. Anytime coming into the, you know, the brain and, and you're using it, it will not be easy. There will be such that, that you have to uh, we get our wisdom, not the world wisdom, but the wisdom of God from reading our Bibles and learning from the example that's already from Jesus said, I came and no, I came to buy you. So I, I, I still here just came out of 21 day revival. Men's revival, God said, honor the black men. And we just came out, we did it, we broke it up. I was giving it straight 21 days. I do have been out of trust, you know, trust service road back there. And, um, and he told me to do it for 21 days. And he said to, to uh, give gifts to the men from him. So we did that, and we we allowed the men come in and teach the men, but most of the guys I have here are men that's on the street. So I, I just think about what he did and how he moved, and that was a movement. And I see this being a movement and stirring up, you know, when people, we're, we're not so fickle, we get to pray and, and find the spirit of fear. Because a lot of people just really pray. It's almost like, you know, you can't say, it's just, you just, most people think they just got all the men's body But if you read the book, <laughs> you find out that's a possibility. At least you can ask. And, you know, and, and sometimes we spend so much in these bodies in our earlier years. And then so when things happen, again, sometimes I have to say, well, forgive me for so much for doing this so much. So it's, 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 you can't suffer. It, okay? You know, you, it's God's got to be in the midst of it. I just want to say thank you all for coming. Uh, I was going to ask you, um, can you tell a little bit about your uh, church ministry? But you already, you already did. So I don't have to, you don't have to explain that. You already have that. So I guess the last thing is before we let you go is what do you want to tell the voters? Oh, voters, go vote. Get up early, go because if you don't get distracted and you may miss it out going to vote. Mm -hmm. uh, make the sacrifice. I pray that the rain will hold up. We said 12 o'clock, so they go to the end. I'm not asking for that. So people have no excuse. Seek it early. Thank you, early. Do things early. Be on time. Then it pays to get on the other You know, and uh, whatever you're doing, you have longer than the day. You can enjoy the day. But we do the same that we do. No, it's very important. I heard 
we're going to go ahead and close out. And as you watch this podcast, go ahead and shout out your candidate. Or if you don't have a particular candidate that leads you towards a, just put their names in chat. Uh, let them know that we're here. And if you have uh, any questions or concerns, please reach out to me. And like I said, this is the first time that we have done a podcast in this capacity. And so we had a few uh, difficulties, but nevertheless, we continue to go forward and do what we have to do. And hopefully you have enjoyed your setup for today. Again, we have uh, Patricia Salter Jameson here. Can you give me a good look at her one more time? Thank you so much for y'all being here today. And uh, we also have on Zoom Chris Christie, who is running for Jefferson County Circuit for Judge, place number 21. Uh, thank you so much for uh, being a part of this. And if you are a candidate, uh, go ahead and shout out to yourselves on, on Facebook. Just thank you for coming in. Yeah, I was a little disappointed that some of the people while representing us did not participate. However, that's why we're going tomorrow because we want representatives who will show up when we need them to impart knowledge to us. As, as, as the candidate said earlier, Ms. Jameson, you this is the time to make changes that you want. Don't complain. There's something and as I'm going to close out without being something that you found for us, <laughs> Jeez, I, I, I enjoyed listening to that commercial that we put together. And we hope all of you will realize this is a selection, this is a reception. It's a, it, it's, it's an E. <laughs> selection E. An election E. Reception. So we want to do it in a celebratory way. We're excited about it, but we're representing our grandchildren. They can't vote tomorrow. So I'm doing it. We're doing it for them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one more time. We're going to, uh, one more time. We're going to uh, play this for you. Okay. So, uh, that uh, our podcast for uh, today is Lexi and me. And don't forget, tomorrow, May 24, go to the polls and talk. <laughs> Just like all the us here, then you're great. If you don't vote, don't complain. Again, if you don't vote, don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> Seems that uh, all the elections are the most important because all the decisions that are made are made on the local level. So don't forget that. And so, why did we need to So let's celebrate all of our candidates. Right? Yeah. All of the sacrifice to run. And everything is permitted. So no matter what the circumstances are, I don't have enough resources, I don't have enough money. The fact of the matter is that you to run. We salute. No matter who you are, no matter where office you're running, we salute all of our candidates.
expressed on this program are those of the guests and not necessarily the views of management and staff of OBS Radio, OBS International, and Greater Works Business Services. Guests who appear on this podcast are not required to pay a fee and is made possible by radioguestlist.com. For more information, please visit our website at www.obsintl.cf. Follow OBS on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash broadcast section. If you want to contribute financially to help us continue broadcasting, please go to paypal.me.obsintl. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. This is a presentation of OBS News, which is responsible for the guests and comments. This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services.